You are now listening to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. Now, this podcast is only catered to those that are 18 and above and may not be suitable for work, or as we like to say, NSF. But remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kinkers folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. Hello, hello, hello. What's good, everybody? Greetings and salutations. And uh, today, my uh, my topic is uh, why agreements are important and where to start. Agreements. And I mean agreements in a BDSM relationship and relationships in general. Once you reach a certain point in your maturation far as relationships in my view they're very transactional and I don't mean just transactional as far as monetary wise but transactional as far as your time as far as your, um, your your resources your connections your network your it's a transfer even of energy and so, putting all that together, you know what you bring to the table and the time that you have to dedicate into certain things. And another person knows that about themselves, right? They should. And then you come together and form an agreement. And the one thing about agreements, you make these agreements and you hold each other to them. You hold yourself to yours. She holds herself to hers. And both of you hold each other accountable to each other's agreements. And it's very important to stick to them because it establishes a routine and discipline, which is very, very important if you have a long range thought process and not necessarily long range like you you may not even see it going past a month or two or whatever like that you end up at two years but if you establish a an agreement and you stick to it you don't allow for other things to creep in and tear at that and you hold yourself accountable for your part especially when everything's going well you don't want to be the one to f it up some people don't care Some people are selfish, and I get that too. And that's a whole nother part about breaking agreements. Um, And and not just breaking the agreement, but being lazy within the agreement. Lazy with your responsibilities. But with that being said, like any agreements, even in business, those things can be retweaked. Those things can be uh, rethought, revised, and... The thing about revising the agreement, you can't just change the agreement because you feel like it at the whim, at a in a in a whim's notice. You know, this actually has to have you actually had a thought of something that makes you uncomfortable or something that you would like to change because of some change that's going on with you. Let's say, for example, meeting on Friday, meeting on Friday night. You normally meet at five, but because your job 
is is posting uh, mandatory overtime for the next month and a half, you know, you may not be able to make it at five now. You may not be able to make it there till eight or nine, right? And so that that means your agreement has to change. That's just a simple way of looking at it. But that's even with, you know, we always talk about these relationships where people want to bring other people in and all that. Like, you just don't bring somebody to the table like, hey, I was thinking we could add her in. And, um, you know, those these are agreements. These are things that we have to talk about. If they're not already in the first agreement, then you have to come to the table with, this is what I would like to change. This is the reason why. And let's discuss that. You know, not everything's a hardcore yes, not everything's a hardcore no. But you want to start getting it out there when you start feeling that a change is needed or a change has to happen or something just doesn't work. Something about the agreement doesn't work for you nor your partner. And it's like, you know what? I thought we could accomplish this. I thought we could do this. But we really, neither one of us are really trying to do it. We're not holding each other to it. We're both falling apart on that. So it's not something that is necessary for us to have in this dynamic. So you can change that. But I think it's very important that once you reach to me over 40, once you get above 40, and if you're single, that you need to come to an agreement. I think early in your life, in your 20s, in your 30s, you married for love, you married to build something together, and it's not as structured as like really sitting down and thinking about an agreement. And I think anyone that's been married and has been divorced, right, understands what I'm saying about making agreements. You know, I think living with someone else is is extremely tough. And I think you understand if you live with someone else, uh, not your kids, but live with a partner that agreements and not holding to them are very crucial for the relationship. It's very crucial for the sanctity of the household. So, again, agreements. No matter who initiates the conversation, I just think agreements need to be made so everyone can have clarity. You know, and a lot of times somebody will have a different objective. You know, if you say, look, I'm I'm single, I'm not really trying to be in a relationship, but we can go out and have a good time. You can have that kind of agreement, right? And the other person may say, hey, cool, I'm with that. But then they're always trying to, but that person may try to do some things to get you in a relationship. Start talking about relationships. Oh, I didn't think I would feel this way for you. And so now I'm here and all that. That's fine if that's where you, if that's where you are. And I'm glad that someone could be able to articulate that well. However, just because that's where you are. And what we initially agreed doesn't mean I have to follow suit with that. Just because your level is deeper than where we supposed to be doesn't mean I have to follow you down that rabbit hole. I am not responsible for how you feel in that way. So maybe we don't change that, right? But if I'm feeling the same way you're feeling and you're deeper and I feel deeper, then of course we, we agree. But I'm just saying... As an example, sometimes it's like that. If you're single, you're dating, you're like, well, you know, I'm just dating, not trying to be in a relationship. And then people will try to force a relationship on you. I recently had a young lady reach out to me and say, you know, uh, 
She's going out with a couple of guys, and after the first date, they want to be in a relationship so fast. And you would think a woman would be just game. Oh, he's a nice-looking guy, you know. But she's like, no, I listen to you. I'm trying to vet these guys. I'm taking my time. And that's what you have to do. Because I think, as I said, once you get to 40, I mean, how many times have you gone out with somebody one time and you felt that, like, oh, this could be it, you know, she could be the one or he could be the one. And, it, you know, and months later, you're like, oh, man, how did I not see that? Because that initial contact and that and that chemistry early gets you in a fantasy land. And so now you have allowed the, you've allowed that fantasy phantom to come through and scoop you up and disillusion you to the reality that's in front of you. And then you get to ignore, you, you, you ignore red flags or you look at red flags as well. I mean, that's just one time. Uh, I mean, uh, that's that's just two times. No, it starts to create a, a level of, be, you know, a pattern of behavior that's wayward, right? And so I just, look, you guys know, I always say two years. I need to know you at least two years so I, so I can say I really know you, you know. Um, and, and people don't have patience for two years, and that's fine, too. You go ahead and do what you got to do. You know, but for me, I need to know you sometime, you know, to really know you to a point of, you know, to be able to trust you. You know, like they say, trust, but verify. I need to verify. I can only verify by monitoring your behavior and you monitoring mine or just being around me. Just 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 people, how I move, people, how I make decisions, people, how I handle crises, people, how I handle being up. You know, you have to see people in different situations so you can know their character because because situations reveal character, not just conversation. Not people tell you, you know, oh, you know what I do if I was in, you know what I do if I was in that situation. Then you see the situation come up and you're like, all right, well, ain't you going to handle it that? And there's all these excuses. Well, well, because, well, see, because, uh, well, that situation a little different than mine because of uh, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. It all sounds good to you in the mix. When you get in the mix, now it's real. And so my point in all this is to say agreements are really great. It's a it's an it's an adult thing to do. It is the more realistic thing to do if you want success, if you want to know where the six you know, where the ceiling is on what you're doing, and wherever a person says the ceiling is. Believe that. Don't go in thinking, I could raise the ceiling. Nah, you may not. You may not. Because when you go past that ceiling and you look back at them like, look, look, look how far I'm going. I'm up here. And they like, nah, now you're disappointed. So just be a real, just be realistic. Have honest and open conversations and make it comfortable for a person to be able to express themselves so you can come to a better deal for yourself. Now, if you're 20 and 30, go go ahead and do that love thing. Have fun. Some people hit. A lot of people miss. I'm not saying anything's you know wrong with the process of life. We all have to have experiences to hone our path, to hone the things that we want long term for ourselves. And these are the challenges of relationships. Sometimes you don't have things clearly stated or written out. But what do you guys think? I'd like to hear from you. And until next time...
you know how to find me. Sir, I N Q on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can always email me at sirinq09 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, peace.